For the week of January 16th, 2022, this is Mojo Weekly. I'm John. You have my sword and my bow and my jash. I like that one. That was a good one. That was a good one. All right. Oh, thank you. All right. Here's your news. Uh, Kirby, you a Kirby fan? You like Kirby, right? The big pink puffball? Fuck Kirby. Fuck Kirby. Yeah, I love, I like Kirby. Kirby's fine. Uh, he's, uh, He's returning to the Switch on March 25th with Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which I think we saw this right around E3 time last year. Um, it looks Maybe. a bit like uh, Super Mario Odyssey, kind of. Um, it's called Kirby and the Forgotten Land. It is a new 3D adventure. Oh, my God. Has there been a good Kirby since uh, Kirby Dreamland 3 on the Super Nintendo, oh, honestly? Yeah, man. Uh, man, Kirby, uh, the Wii one, the yarn, epic yarn. That one was fun. Epic Yarn was for children. I thought you couldn't even die in that game. I have no idea, but I played through it with my with my child, who was like five at the time, so it was a good time. Uh, and then there was another one right. on either the Wii U or the Switch. I forget. Also a good... Oh, the 3DS ones, man. Those were good. Those were good. They were... I, I heard the... Uh, I, heard, I think the GBA ones and the DS games were probably pretty good, too. Yeah. But uh, so, All right. So oh, uh, the, the release date was announced last Wednesday, along with a trailer that shows off two-player cooperative gameplay and new copy abilities, which is kind of what Kirby's known for. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirby's mission in Forgotten Land is to rescue a bunch of waddledees who have been kidnapped by a menace known as the Beast Pack. Oh my. Oh my. Uh, so he'll have an ally on his journey named Elphalin, who is uh, similar in function to Link's Navi or Mario's Cappy from other Nintendo games. Uh, and like I said, Kirby can also tap in a second player who can control Bandana Waddledee for two-player co-op josh can nintendo just buy konami so that we can get some actual really cool games and franchises that we actually want to see every other year like maybe a new bomberman bomberman bonk air zonk ah fuck anything goemon i'll take a new goemon i'll take a new goemon i want a new if there's gonna be a new pocky and rocky i want to if there's a new pocky and rocky coming i want a new mystical ninja oh man Great segue, Josh. It's it's like you read my mind. Pocky and Rocky Reshrined uh, will launch for the PS4 and Switch on April 21st in Japan, and a Western release is also coming this spring. So Pocky and Rocky follows the adventures of a young Shinto <laughs> shrine maiden named Pocky and her companion Rocky the Raccoon as they attempt to save a group of creatures known as the Nopino Goblins. Gameplay takes place from a top-down perspective and features both single-player and co-op modes. It's a sequel to Pocky and Rocky, known in Japan as the action-shooting game. What is it, Josh? Pop quiz. Uh, Kiki Kai Kai. Nice work. Uh, first appeared as an arcade game from Taito in 1986 and is being developed from Taito. So I didn't go. I didn't realize that there was a Kiki Kai Kai port on the uh, Nintendo Famicom. Our uh, our good friend Pickle Friction pointed it out to me. He's got it on the disc system. I didn't realize that. I thought the only port of the arcade game was on our beloved PC Engine. Yeah. But uh, I guess not. I guess there was Famicom, then PC Engine, and then, you know, Pocky and Rocky 1 and 2 on the SNES. So, Indeed. Cool. I, uh, I think I rented Pocky and Rocky from Lincoln Video in Merrill. On the I likely Nintendo. did, too. That means uh, the same cartridge entered both of our bodies. Uh, what is that? Eskimo? Eskimo Twins? Is that what it's called? 
I don't know. I think so. <laughs> anyway, uh, Valve has announced its delivery estimations of the Steam Deck are on track. The update, which was posted on the Steam community site, gives the good news that the first batch of handheld PCs will ship in late February. Oh. So if you happen cool. to have a pre-order down on a Steam Deck, you can check your personal delivery date on the Steam Deck store page. Do you have one coming? No, not yet. Oh. Not yet. I held off. This was the one thing that I was like, mm, I'm going to wait and see. And now that I'm starting to see uh, hands-on impressions from people who have um, like uh, advanced units because they work for um, developers or maybe they're in the games press, I'm kind of wishing I would have I would have jumped on it. Damn, you should have jumped. You see, instead of getting your first Steam Deck, you went with what your fifth Switch. Dumb, dumb, <laughs> dumb, dumb, John. Yeah, yeah, I'm a dumb, dumb. So working on identifying, dumb, dumb. working on identifying which games will work best on the Steam Deck is also <clears throat> well underway. The blog post says that in parallel, working and testing for the Steam Deck Verified program has been underway. You'll soon be able to see Deck Verified status for a growing set of Steam games. We're checking four major categories: input, seamlessness, display, and system support. Knowing which game will work on your shiny new hardware will be invaluable, especially for early adopters testing the limits of their Steam library. Very cool. Very cool, man. So, Josh, it's a it's a slow news week. So that is it for our news. It is time for the new releases. We actually have some games this week. It's crazy. We've got no more way. than like two games. You ready? I'm ready. I don't know who asked for this, but Shadow Man has been remastered and it's coming to the Switch. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know. Huh. Shadow Man. Yeah, we got that. We got freaking Turok the Dinosaur Hunter, all that shit. It's like people are yeah. bringing these games back. Uh, anyway, nobody saves the world on all the Xboxes and PC. Nobody saves mm. the world. Uh, River Nobody City saves Girls. the world. River City Girls coming to PS5, so that's good for PS5 owners who haven't played it yet. Fun nice. game, fun game. Uh, Expeditions Rome for PC. I like the name of this one. Uh, I'm just going to say that it's a, it's probably a puppy game where you take pictures of them. It's called Paparazzi. Paparazzi. Wow. Coming to all Xboxes <laughs> and the PC. I don't know if that's what it is, but if it's not, that's what it should be. And if it's not, we should make it. Just taking pictures yeah. of puppies. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction coming to everything except for Switch. And when I of say course. everything, I mean Stadia as well. What? What? Rainbow Six. That's crazy. Uh, the sequel to Josh's favorite game of all time, one that he spent countless hours pumping quarters to in the arcade. This week, coming to all consoles, all systems, including Stadia and Switch, Windjammers 2. I was thinking it was going to be that. Yeah. I was thinking Windjammers. That's a callback. Yeah. That's, That's cool. In the business, we call that a callback. Don't call it a callback. Baby Storm coming to Switch. Just for <clears throat> Baby Storm. Baby Storm. Baby Nobody Storm. puts Baby Storm in the corner. And then finally, hey yo, Mousecraft coming to the Xbox One and Xbox One only. Mousecraft. Mousecraft. So yeah, the Xbox One, not this new. No, nope. the new Xbox. Probably backwards compatible, but you know, uh, um, or forward compatible. So you'd mentioned uh, you'd mentioned River City Girls two coming to the PS5. Now, if no, I no, no, if no, I had no, that no. on Just my River City Girls one to the PS5. 
Oh, 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 okay. So River City Girls 1 coming to the PS5. But if you have it on PS4, I believe you can play it on your PS5, right? I would imagine. Maybe it's just super enhanced. I don't know. Oh, oh my. A super enhanced version. Ray tracing and shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it's got that. Fuck you, Cyberpunk. It's time for some River City Girls 1. (laughs) That's right. All right. Next up, we got Dale and his retro recap. Hey, hey, Mojo Weekly listeners, this is Dale, and welcome back to this week's recap of the latest retro re-releases, remasters, and remakes. As always, credit for this goes to GSK from Retronauts.com and LimitedRunGames.com. Let's get to it. The only physical retro release this week is the physical version of Castlevania Requiem for the PS4 from Limited Run Games. This first hit digitally a couple years ago, and it collects Rondo of Blood and Symphony of the Night, two of the most well-regarded Castlevania entries in the series. And... The classic and ultimate versions of this game will be going for $65 and $175 respectively, or you can get the standard edition for $35. Of course, this being limited run games, the deluxe, classic, and ultimate versions include their standard bonuses like posters, CD soundtracks, etc., but with the notable here being a coffin box, the game itself is housed in to be designed off the save point room from the game. Moving on to digital releases, Gunnail is the Arcade Archives release this week, and it is the current background music you are listening to. It is a vertical shmup from NMK and Tecmo that first hit arcades in 1993. The main unique thing that differentiated this shmup from the rest is a unique scoring bonus when applied on a ship's last life. Moving on to the G-Mode Archives released this week, and we have Kimura Kamagami to Chirgiri Shisha, and that is out on the Switch Japan for 500 yen. It first hit Japanese mobile phones in 2009, and it is a fleshed-out RPG set in Japanese mythology. Hitting the Switch this week for $10 is SNK vs. Capcom Card Fighters Clash, or excuse me, $8. Now this game includes both the Capcom and SNK versions of the Neo Geo Pocket Color Cult Classic. And this game sees players collecting cards to battle it out against each other in a simple yet addicting card battle mechanic. Next up on the Switch for $27 is Escatos, and it is a vertical bullet hell shmup that boasts some enticing aesthetics. It is a remaster of the Japanese exclusive Xbox 360 version from 2011, and includes two of the developer's homebrew Wonderswan titles, Judgment Silver Sword and Cardinal Sin, as bonuses. Next up, Night Dive Studios is bringing back a comic book classic for the N64, PS1, and Dreamcast with the release of Shadow Man Remastered. Night Dive went to a lot of work with updating the textures, user interface, enemy AI, additional music, and three extra stages along with a bunch of other changes. Now this already hit PC last year if you want to opt for that route instead, but it is now hitting all consoles for $20. Lastly, uh, RetroOnyx.com has put up their final production run of Virtual Boy Flash Carts. They go for a hefty sum for $225. While that may sound like a hefty sum, it is certainly a lot cheaper than trying to hunt down eBay copies of Jack Brothers. And with that, that wraps it up this week. Check out MojoMenace.com for the form listings for this. For more notes on this week's releases, back to you, John and Josh.
Josh, I love a good shadow drop, a good surprise release. That was... <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and we got a doozy this past week, just the other day on the Switch. We got the Neo Geo Pocket Color game, Car- uh, SNK versus Capcom, Card Fighters Clash. What a crazy time to be alive. <laughs> I know, and right? It's, and, it's, and it's coming back out on your Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. And. Just, just think. Take, take a little trip back here now. Think about when Capcom and SNK decided they were going to make a series of games together. Like, holy fuck! Nineties me was like, how is this possible? Like, is this really happening? And we got what Capcom versus SNK, and then Capcom versus CBS two uh, that Capcom put together, and I was like, well, that's that's pretty good. And CBS two is an A plus fucking fighting game. It is oh, wonderful. Yeah, it is sure. so well done, so yeah. well balanced. And then SNK was like, oh, yeah? Well, wait till you see what we got. And they did SNK versus Capcom. I don't even remember what the, what, whatever it is, the, the Neo Geo, the, the official arcade release of it. And um, man, was that underwhelming. <laughs> I was so disappointed. I was like, this is, this is, this is, this is like a fucking C level game. Like, what were they doing? The Capcom characters did not feel like Capcom characters. The SNK characters, they felt like shit too. It was just like, what is happening here? Yeah, so you and for whatever reason, went back to Windjammers and said, fuck it. I said, fuck this. I'm going to play Windjammers for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. But somehow SNK put their A developers on what they put out on that little itty bitty Neo Geo pocket color. And holy shit, are those games fantastic. The SNK versus Capcom games they put out on that little Neo Geo. Hmm gorgeous gorgeous and that's card fighters clash man so i think you probably have more experience with this game than i do i dabbled in it a few years ago um via emulation and i didn't really get into it until it came out the other day and in the two really yeah in the two-ish days that it's been out uh, i've played it for six hours uh i'm obsessed with this thing man i love it so much i um isn't it wonderful yeah i've been looking at like uh, wikis uh, with like strategy yeah. tips and just, I just love the artwork. I like card games in general. Um, yep. and, uh, so I'm a big fan of, uh, there's a, there's a physical card game called Yomi, which is basically like, you know, street fighter, the card game. And it's awesome. It's, it's yep. maybe my favorite, like physical, like tabletop game. Um, and, uh, I've always liked games like Cultcept, you know, um, Sure. Uh, so you're you're a big uh, big Yu-Gi-Oh player. <laughs> I'm not a big Yu-Gi-Oh player. I do like playing Pokemon with my kids if they weren't such little brats, and would uh, actually <laughs> actually play it with me. But they they don't um, anymore. They're, yeah. they're too old for it. They just you know they're they're too they're cool, too cool. For it now. But anyway, so yeah. uh, this game uh, it's it's more than just a card game. Uh, so it's not like you just turn it on and you play a card game. It's also got like this mini adventure in it. Right. So it's got Mm -hmm. kind of the Pokemon graphical style where you're this little kid who's wandering around, uh, the town and going to different competitions and challenging different people to a game of card fighters clash. Right. Um, yep. And all sorts of, you know, fun and goofy dialogue and fun graphics and things you can find. And then there's also the, uh, collecting and trading, um, crack addicting like you know aspect to it where you can you can uh you when you beat uh, other characters you get cards then you can take cards to either a shop and trade them um or they have these card trading machines where you just plug in a few cards and then one randomly spits yep. out at you um because of course all the cards are graded differently they've they're it's they're, right. they're ranked of course they're ranked d through s so d 
uh, CBAS from low to high as far as their rarity. So of yep. course you want to get all the rare cards um, that you can. Um, and you know, it's a simple game, but it's also one of it those is. simple to learn, you know, difficult to master kind of things. There are different, um, different strategies that you quickly learn after getting your ass whooped a few times. You're like, Oh, I get it. I shouldn't just, you know, destroy every card on my opponent's field. You know, I should strategically take them down. Right. Um, yep. and, uh, so, I mean, there's, there's a lot to it. There's so much to it, Josh, uh, that I've, like I said, I've been obsessed with it over the past few days. How, how long you've been, it's crazy. Um, I probably play it once every year or two and I've been playing it since it came out. I got it on the original Neo Geo pocket color. I got the transfer cables with my Dreamcast, so I could play nice. uh, CBS two and, and unlock special cards and stuff by transferring between the two. I even got two of my friends had a Neo Geo pocket color. So we played together yeah. um, playing against each other with the, with the transfer cable between the two Neo Geo pocket colors. And um, that made games very slow, by the way, yeah, uh, that transfer cable, a turn, a turn took a solid minute. So it wasn't very fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I love it. It's a great game. Um, I've actually been streaming it lately and got five out of the six coins already. Yeah. Um, and playing through it. Um, it. It is an interesting game. And like you said, it's simple. And while it does take a lot of strategy and it does take a lot of, uh, I mean, you really got to strategize and put together a, a type of deck. And the nice thing about it is you can put together multiple decks too. Yep. yep. Um, so if you have a certain opponent that's got a very specific style, you can say like, you know, I'm going to use all action cards versus characters or, you know, whatever to do straight direct damage to the bad, to the, to your opponent or whatever. Um, but most of all, it, it has a lot to do with luck. And it has a lot to do with the AI or the system itself giving you a bullshit starting hand, yeah. which happens often. Yeah, you yeah, just so. get your new cards, and you're like, "Oh, I can't wait to bring out my one thousand Terry or my, you know, my uh, my uh, what, evil uh, evil Iori or whatever. That's a twelve hundred. Like, I can't wait to bring them out, and you never see them in your starting hand. Like, yeah. you'll never see any of those cards because the computer's a dick and it knows <laughs> yeah. what you want and it won't give you what you want. Yeah. But honestly, like, I can I can swear up and down that I think the number one key to winning at that game is to go first. Cause oh, yeah. if you get to draw, if you get to draw first, um, you, you have, I would say a 75% chance of winning every yeah, time. You definitely have an the other way around. You got to strat, you got to really strategize and, um, yeah. it's I, a great game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so I'm just curious, what do you play SNK or Capcom? Capcom. Do you? Yep. And I, I play SNK. I know. I figured when I was playing it the other night, I'm like, I bet you Josh plays SNK. Um, yep. just cause I'm more familiar with the Capcom characters. Um, sure. And, Makes uh, sense. um, I had a great match. I think it was last night, um, where it was one of those, um, you know, it's like the Pokemon gym leader, basically where you, you, yep. you mentioned the coin, every gym or every store or wherever you go has someone who you have to battle to get the coin for that place. Um, and, uh, it was, so those are tend to be 3000 point matches. Um, yep. And I was getting my ass smoked. I was down like, I was down to like 300 uh, hit points uh, out of the 3,000. And the, my opponent had like 2,000. And I was like, I'm fucked. And I managed to yeah. come from behind and beat his ass. And I was so like happy. I was like, that's the best feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so we should just like, let's just give a brief overview of the game mechanics. So uh, yeah, you, you play against, you know, one opponent. It's a two player game. And, yep. and uh, the card game is. Um, and there's an area called the ring. 
And that's where you put your fighters in. I mean, your fighters are your cards. Every uh, there are character cards, action cards, um, and uh, so you put your you put your card in the ring, your character in the ring, and you can support your cards with with other cards as long as they're compatible. So you can like back them up and yep. boost their hit points. Um, and then you have uh, what are they called? Uh, SP like I don't know, it's, it's like strategy points or something um, that are like yep. basically their ability points. So certain cards it costs those ability points to play those cards. Like the action cards, they yep. all cost. They all cost the SP. Some character cards, actually. Like I've got one. I forget. I forget his name, but I, I've got one. Re- if you lay him down, that costs 10, uh, 10 SP. And I made the mistake of laying yep. him down without checking my SP. And if you do that, he immediately yeah dies. Like he he commits yep. suicide or whatever the fuck. Isn't that um, frustrating? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, the interface to this game is, you know, from nineteen ninety nine. So yep. there'll be a lot of uh, going through menus. Uh, there isn't the, the quality of life stuff isn't great here. Um, it's, it's, so sure. you will be going through menus, backing out menus. You know, uh, there's not a lot of quick, quick, uh, quick actions you can take. But once you get the hang of the game, really great. Uh, I will say it's, yeah, it's eight absolutely. bucks on Switch. And if you buy it, I'm going to say, uh, fuck the tutorial. Don't do the tutorial. I came out of the tutorial more confused uh, than anything i was like this is impossible <laughs> and then i played a couple rounds and i was like okay starting to get the hang of it yep but uh the cool thing with these neo geo games on the switch is if you hit the minus button you can select the manual and like a really really well done recreation of the original manual is in there and yep. i read that manual from cover to cover and now i'm like okay i get things like the backup stuff because the backup stuff is explained yep. for shit in uh in the tutorial yeah it's a little weird um and then there are a couple other things there are a couple other things that i'm not quite 100 percent on like um the the, you can um you can tag team like it's called a unity attack or something Um, and sometimes uh either one will attack first other times one has to attack first and the other one attacks second i'm really i'm that's one of the rules i'm still a little hazy on I haven't noticed that when you when you when you unite uh, attackers, you usually can just pick who you want to start with. So yeah. you pick the starting attacker, and then you well, pick the backup well, attacker. Well, I should I, I, I should correct that. You you could when I'm defending against the unity attack. Sometimes you're able to pick which one you want to defend against, which one you want to counter, and sometimes you oh. have to counter one of them because it's got like a Roman numeral one on it, where the other one has a Roman numeral two or whatever. Right. And I I can't I I'm not quite sure what you know how that's hmm. I don't I don't actually I don't know I don't know you're gonna have to show me that sometime because yeah. I think whenever you attack whenever you defend a, a united two people or even three because you can unite all three yeah it just basically you defend first against whoever their first attacker is and the crazy thing about uniting and the way that it's such a good strategy in the game is because if you know that they have two defenders and you only have two attackers you can attack with both of your guys and then they can be blocked by both of them yeah but if you want to for sure do damage to them, you can unite them together, and then he can only defend with one of them. And so it's two on one, and then whatever's left over for body points that are left over, or hit points left over, it carries over to the player. And yeah. so you can do damage to them, just like Overrun in Magic or whatever. There's a lot of similarities to other card games in this, for sure. Yeah, it's really well built, well made, super fun. The graphics are super yep. charming, that old Neo Geo Pocket Color, charming, chunky, chibi-style yeah. graphics that I, I just yep. love. Um, I can't recommend this enough at $8 on the switch. It's and, a steal. You and, and everybody's it. Yeah. got a switch. So go buy this game. Um, have a ton of right. fun. 
Um, I think there are like a total of 300 cards or something you can collect, something like yep. that. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's uh, in in in, in a th- here's a thing that we got too in in Japan towards the end, right before SNK went straight up pachinko, um, they did release uh, Card Fighters Clash Two yeah. on the Neo Geo Pocket Color, yep. um, and there are fan translations out there. So I have played that a little bit. It's a little different, but it still has the same same gameplay. So if you're looking for more Neo Geo Pocket Color um, Capcom versus SNK or SNK versus Capcom games, there are fan translations out there. So when you when I said I played this game every couple of years, I always try a different platform each time too. So the original couple times I played it was on the original Neo Geo Pocket Color. Uh, yeah. Then I played it on my PSP Go because I got an emulator for the Neo Geo Pocket Color on there, which is fantastic with the backlit screen and I can grab it and go wherever I want. Obviously, the Switch is a better option now and a legal option, obviously. But um. And also I played it on like uh, Mednafen uh, computer emulators and stuff like that. But if you, and you said that you enjoy um, a good tabletop card game uh, like that Street Fighter one, if you want to really peel back and go traditional style card game, there is a project out there of guys that have made the actual uh, Card Fighters Clash game out there. It's, if you go to the website, cardfighterproject.com, you can actually go and download and print your own copies of the game and play it with the same rules and everything. Uh, guess what I did last night? Did you go and print them? I didn't print them. I downloaded all the files and you sent, downloaded them. sent them to my friend who works at a printing company, and he's going to get them printed <gasps> for me. <laughs> can you make two? I will pay you. I may or may not have asked him if he could make two copies, one for me and one for my okay. friend Josh. Um, oh, so shit. He, uh, That's amazing. He's, uh, he's actually... Um, He's not going to be able to print them for me, but he works with somebody who will likely be able to print them. And he said he's going to get me a quote on how much it's going to cost. That is crazy. Awesome. Well, I that is super cool. I saw they have instructions on their website and all kinds of stuff. And then it got really complicated. And you have to send like a, yeah. a file to a company to make a request and a, tam- a template. And then you have to make your own PDFs. And I was like, nah, this is too much work. Yep. Yeah, too much so, work. Uh, so my friend Kevin, hopefully he can get that taken care of for us. I'll, I'll bug him about it. Well, that's... That's freaking awesome, dude. Yeah, man. All right. What a cool game, though. I'm so happy that you got to be a part of this now. It's like it's been something I've been playing for 20 years, and it's like, yeah, Card Fighters Clash is really cool. And you're like, yeah, that's fucking stupid. No, I'm like, no, I, knew, come I, on, I man. knew it was good. I just never had gotten around to playing it. I, I have emulated it a little bit, but I've never gotten around to, like, actually put time into it. So, yeah. I'm glad well, I'm glad that you finally did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Josh, your favorite card game. Spellfire. What do you mean, like in real life, like a real card either. dealing yep, card game? Or both. Yep. Spellfire. Spellfire. Tell Spellfire. me about it. I've never heard of it. So Spellfire is a collectible card game that came out around the time of uh, Magic: The Gathering when Magic got huge. So interestingly enough, Re- Richard Gar- Garriott or Gar- Garfield, Richard Garfield, approached TSR and said, "Hey, I got this Magic: The Gathering." idea and they were like that's fucking stupid and then magic came out and obviously took off immediately it it, it got to the point of so ridiculous that richard garfield's company wizards of the coast wound up purchasing tsr later on that's why all uh dnd books say wizards of the coast or hasbro on them now anyway so in in response to this tsr was like shit that's a really cool idea why didn't we buy it you're fired let's make our own card game and so they made spellfire and spellfire's is is another collectible card game that's got all D&D characters in it. So there's like a ton of D&D characters in it. There's D&D landscapes, the buildings, the all all the different amazing worlds that people have created using the Dungeons and Dragons universe all are current in the Spellfire game. And this game, I don't want to I'm sorry, I'm turning no, into no, an advertisement. No, it's fine. But like 
instead of magic, where magic you're playing against each other and your whole concept is to just kill your opponent or kill all of his bad guys and just go crazy and, you know, I, I won. In Spellfire, the whole point of the game is building. So you're trying to build your armies up and build all of your fortresses up. Now, you can attack your opponents to stop them from building, but when I reach a certain point that my entire army and my entire landscape is complete, then I win the game. And that's pretty much it. Um, the battle system's a little less uh, insane than Magic is, but it's it's yeah. it's there, and it's really well done. But the main purpose of the game is creation, not destroying. Well, that's cool. And it's fucking awesome. It's a wonderful game. It was like it, was like it existed for like four years, and then it was gone because TSR was bought out. Nice. Uh, I mentioned Yomi already. It's my favorite card game. It's uh, it's like I said, basically the Street Fighter of card games. And I know that Street Fighter has tried to make their own card games to lesser success, but uh, Yomi is fantastic. Every deck, so it's, it's not a deck building game. Every deck is a character. So you pick out your character. You, I've got a box that has all the characters in it. You, every everybody selects their character. All the moves mm-hmm. are in there, and you just like it's like. It's like a really uh, 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 more involved version of war, <laughs> you know. Like you oh, lay that's down really your cool. card, lay down, you know. So you lay it down, then you both flip them over, and is it an attack? Is it a block? Is it a parry? Like what is it? And it's got like this uh, rock paper scissors effect to it. So if an attack beats, you know, a block beats an attack, a parry beats a whatever. Um, so it's really really cool. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, super fun. So each game. deck is one character. Each, each, each deck, deck is, is one, one character. character. You can buy yourself like I a think... starter kit. That is like has like four characters, and then each deck is usually between like seven to ten bucks, depending on where you get it. Is it a one-on-one fighting game or a card game? I mean, yeah, I think I've seen people play like combos, like uh, like uh, doubles, two-on-two or yeah, something like that. Okay, yeah, but I've I've never done it. It's it's just super fun. What I like about it is you can just grab a couple decks, take it somewhere, and be like, hey, let's play a quick game of Yomi. Um, nice. So yeah, it plays out just nice. like a That's super just cool. like a match in Street Fighter, and if I'm correct. Um, in a similar situation to what you were talking about, David Serlin, the guy who built this game, actually pitched it to Capcom and was like, hey, we can make a Street Fighter game out of this. And they're like, eh, no thanks. So he just went and made yeah. it on his own and uh, made Yomi. That's funny. Super fun game. All huh. right. So does it use Street Fighter characters, though? No, no, no. It's all oh, right. oh, it uses its own thing. So there is a fighting game out there <laughs> called Fantasy Strike um, that you can download yeah. on your Switch. It's free to download. And it's all the characters from Fantasy Strike. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, I I knew about Street Fighter. They they had attempted to make some card games. I mean, anything anime or video game related at one point or another has been attempted to make into yeah. a card game. A CCG is yeah. ridiculous over the last 20 years of creating games. But, like, I know there was the Versus system, mm-hmm. and that had um, Capcom and SNK involved with it. And I played it, and I didn't really care for it so yeah. much, but and overly Yomi, complex. Yomi is available on Steam. Really, really good version of it on Steam. It's available on iOS and Android and iPad, too. Um so uh, the Steam version is really good, and it's often on sale for like ten bucks. So I recommend it, and you nice. can, and I believe you can play it online too when you have the Steam version. So you can play it against hell yeah, dude. Against your friends. That sounds really cool. Anyway, that's it for us. If you want more of our stuff, you can find it at mojomenace.com. On the front page, you got links to our forums, to our Discord chat, and to our merch store. We can buy all sorts of good stuff. Currently, thirty five percent off. What? Uh, youtube.com slash mojo menace twitch.tv slash mojo menace on all of the social medias we're at mojo menace josh where can they find you 
Well, if you want to continue the conversation with me about how amazing Card Fighters Clash is, you can always find me on the Twitterverse at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscore, as it is the most important underscore in all of the internet. Bye-bye. Bye. Eat the tacos. Come eat the tacos. Eat the tacos. Come eat them up. <laughs>